Hello, and thank you so much for joining me today for the Purpose by Design broadcast. I am your host and coach, Coach Tawana, and today I want to talk to you about what it means to come into focus. Now, I'm sure we all are aware that we're about to enter the next year of 2020. Now, many of us can relate the year 2020 or the number 2020 with having perfect vision. Now, I want to talk to you about vision. What is vision? Now, vision is um, eyesight or the power of sight, the faculty of sight, or the ability to see, or the state of being able to see. Now, it also can be defined Um, as the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. Now, we're going to we're going to talk a little bit about the first one, but we're going to focus primarily on the second definition, which is being able to plan the future with imagination or wisdom. Now, uh, when we think about um, having perfect sight, um. 2020 vision, most people think is the the best that a person can actually see. And it's really not. Now, the numbers in 2020, the first number refers to the distance that a person can actually see a particular object in the daylight. Now, the second number refers to the distance a human eye with perfect vision can actually see an object. So with those numbers, if the first number is 20, and the next number is 10, the vision of that person is actually greater than 2020. Because while a person with normal vision can only see um, an object that is 20 feet away, when that person, that second number is 10, the object is clearly 10 feet away. So their vision is actually better. But now if that second number is greater than 20, uh, say, for instance, it's 60, that person's vision has now become impaired because that number, the second number is actually greater. So they actually see the, um, the object at a further away distance um, than what they normally would if it was 2020. Now, when we talk about Um, that. I know that uh, everybody is saying come into focus. When we talk about the word focus, what are we talking about? It is being uh, having an object to be sharpened or uh, precise. We're, We're seeing it as clear as we possibly can. And I really believe that that is the word that God is wanting us to really uh, concentrate on is being able to be clear, clear about what clear about the direction of our life, clear about where we're headed in life. Um, you would really be, or you may not be surprised, but, um, I, I, I encounter a lot of people who are so unclear with where they're headed in life and they actually have no uh, insight or um, clarity as to where God is even leading them. And it's because they're so um, out of tune. And I believe that when we get our lives in focus, 
it will cause us to begin to do some things differently in our normal day-to-day activities that we do. And what do I mean by that? You know, we, I don't know how we start our day. You know, um, typically we should start our day with really being in the presence of the Lord because we need God to be able to guide us through our day. And, And many of us go through our day and we're so, um, you know, uh, confounded with, you know, the things that we're facing, whether it's through our workplace, you know, um, our families or just hardships that we may encounter throughout the day. And we, we typically, um, can, can get out of focus of what the, the entire day should be about, you know, I believe each day that we get up, we should be drawing that much closer to uh, our destiny. We should be our purpose. We should be working our purpose, understanding more and more why God has placed us in the earth. Now, um, again, I want to talk to you about this second definition, because again, as we see, having 2020 vision is is is, is having really normal vision, but to um, to see the precision and the preciseness of what God wants us to see is 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 the point of focus that I want us to really uh, focus on here. Now, uh, uh, again, the the definition that I want to really bring out is the ability to think about or plan the future with imaginational wisdom. Now, our imagery and what we actually see, uh, I believe, it is developed as we are. Uh, whatever we are putting in ourselves as far as the information, the things we meditate on, the things we um, think on, we have to begin to put um, the word of God in there. And when we when I when we put the word of God in, I believe that we will begin our image will begin to change about things, about um, life, about what we're facing, about what we're enduring. Um, and then we will in turn, as we're, we're meditating and getting the word of God in us, God will begin to instruct us and, and his wisdom will be, um, imparted in us. You know, the Bible tells us that if any man lack wisdom, uh, let him ask, let him ask of the Lord, you know, so we need the wisdom and the counsel of the Lord as we are, uh, trying to be clear on what it is that God has placed us in the earth to do. Now, you know, we can, we can actually, a person can actually hear something, but their sight can actually be impaired. So I believe that our ability to hear something, uh, will affect what we see. Now, uh, if, if you're getting the word of God and, and you're meditating on the word of God, I think it's nearly impossible for your sight to be impaired if you are getting that word. Now, it depends on a lot of times, you know, we can have wrong interpretation of words, the even the word of God, and it will begin to affect how we see things. You know, I asked a question um, last night. Um, as we were uh, in study, how how um, big is God to you? Um, and I think that how big God is to us is basically our perception because God is not as we see God or, or come into more into the knowledge of who God is. God isn't getting bigger. 
our perception of God is actually changing, which in turn makes him bigger to us. So he is the same. He's a big God. He that that part doesn't change. He is a big God. Everything about him is big. Everything he does, he does it well. So I think that what what happens is our perception of God begins to change based on how we see him. And I believe that there are many sides of God um, that a lot of us have yet to even see, have yet to even identify with. And I believe that as we uh, are going through our journey, we begin to, our vision begins to change about who he is. It, we, be, we begin to become more clear and he, he comes more into focus with us and, and, and what we're actually needing to see. Even though he's always been who he is, it's just our vision hasn't always been clear about who he is. Now, um, again, we a lot of us are dull of hearing, but I believe that God wants to bring us into focus in this year 2020. He wants to clean our ears out so that we're in tune, that we hear his voice. We hear his voice clearly and that we also, as we hear his voice, we see what we need to see, what he wants us to see. So um, I want to really um, just kind of give you some points um, that I think would um, really help us to um to understand how we can better come into focus with God and um you know not be as discouraged as a lot of us have been in 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 these last months or this last year or years of our life that we you know our Christian experience has not been enjoyable. I believe that as Christians Uh, God wants us to have an enjoyable experience. It shouldn't be about a bunch of grief and hardship, even though I think that we encounter things in our life, but they're not to destroy us. They're not to bring us down, but they're to they're to show us and they're also to teach others um, how we actually go through life and hardships and do it with a with a clear mind and a and 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 a heart that is so towards God that even through the difficulties we can still praise him we can still worship him and um you know just just in my own mindset uh, I think about myself and even in places of difficulties I've had to revert back to um, what I knew when I first got saved, you know, some of those things we have to keep close to us. You know, we, we can get so, um, grown, I guess in the spirit that sometimes we forget those basic things that we need to return back to, you know, go back to the foundation and what worked for you then. I mean, yeah, it may take a little bit more today than it did back then, but I believe those things are still relevant. And I believe that we can still, um, use those things. You know, remember when you had that zeal for God and you were, you know, you were so on fire for God and, and all you wanted to do is just talk about him. Um, those are things that I think that we should, you know, when we find ourselves in places of difficulties, we have to go to that place. And um, again, coming into focus this year that's coming up, uh, it is so important, um, not just getting into the year, but even now where you are in, in October, uh, it is so important that we, um, you know, have this clear 
um, sight into what, you know, God is doing. Uh, he cares about your future. Understand that the time that you are in right now is an appointed time. You were created for the time that you are actually in. Um, you know, God understands and, and wants you here in this time because there's something in you now that the world actually needs. And I know when, when we, when we look around in today's time, there are so many uh, tragedies that we've seen with people ending their lives and, and, and not wanting to deal with life. That is tragic. That is, that is definitely horrible uh, for anybody, uh, any family to have to uh, endure or experience with a loved one leaving that way. Um, and I just, I really believe that when we get to that point, um, the enemy has literally robbed us of our clarity or, or our ability to, to see, uh, or even identify with purpose as to why we were even created. When I think about the reason as to why God has me in the earth, there are things that gets me, it gets me excited because I realize, God, you had me in mind before the beginning. And literally the word purpose um, in the Greek means prosthesis. And as you break that word down, the word pro means before and the word thesis means written report. So beforehand, God wrote wrote it out. (laughs) There was a written report about who you would be, who you would become. So this was before you were even formed, as we even saw with Jeremiah, what he told Jeremiah before he was even formed. He knew him. And just like Jeremiah, God knew you. He knew what he would put you in the earth to do. It's it's time. It's high time that we align with what God has has placed us in the earth to do. We come into focus and we want to really understand some some um, key things that we can do to help with that. Now, number one, I want you to I want to talk to you about how you start your day. How do you start your day when you get up in the morning? What's the first thing that you do? Well, to me, it should be that we get up out of the bed. We um, give God thanks for um, for 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 being alive. The fact that he saw fit to allow you to see another day is a blessing in itself. But we should acknowledge him. We should begin our day with him. And in that, I know it sounds simple enough, but for some people, it's really hard. If you're going to stay in focus with God, you've got to include him. You've got to acknowledge him. You've got to ask him for the strength to even um, get through your day, uh, the wisdom to get through your day. What is it that um, you would have me to focus on today? Because remember, the agenda that we should have should be his agenda for our lives. Um, I know with people that, you know, with with many people that may be listening to this broadcast, you may not know him like I know him or others may know him, but it doesn't mean that you can't with every opportunity of us having the ability to hear God is giving us another uh, opportunity to come to know him, to come into the knowledge of him. So I pause just for a second and just say, if you are on this broadcast today and you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sin, that you can become born again today. 
according to uh, Romans 10, 9 and 10. All you have to do is confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead, that he died for you and that um, you receive him as your Lord and Savior. The word of God says that you are now saved. So it's, it's not a lot of things that, you know, we have to uh, go through to receive him. We just we have to acknowledge him, receive him in our heart and, and confess it with our mouths that we receive him as our as our savior. You are born again. Now you belong to the body of Christ. And so we want we want to not neglect that. Every time we come together and we share and we 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 learn about the things of God, um, this broadcast is 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 not my agenda, but it is the agenda of God. And so even as we talk today about coming into focus, I just wanted to pause for a minute that just in case if someone was on this broadcast and you were listening, that you had an opportunity to receive him now. The second thing I want to talk to you about in coming into focus is that you've got to have a prayer life. You've got to um, begin to communicate with the commute with the communicator. Um, you have to create and develop a habit of prayer. Now, um, the Bible tells us in Thessalonians that we're to pray without ceasing. Why do you think it tells you that? Because you in, in, in everyday life that you deal with, life is going to happen. So you have to have um, the, the, the prayer and, and the communication with the father to be able to have the strength to get through some of your your hard times. So the habit of prayer is definitely a habit that is worth developing. Now, um, this next one, I want to comprise two of them. Um, Limit the distractions. And also, you need to um, get rid of sin out of your life. Because these are the things that will actually hinder your ability to come into focus. Now, again, if you're going to be keen on what God wants you to do, then you have to come from a clear space. You cannot have um, the, the the clutter of, of things that will um, push uh, God away because he cannot have any parts of sin. Now, he forgives us of our sins, but he doesn't want us to live a life of that, especially if we have received him. And again, for those of you that don't know him, you don't have to continue to live that way. You can receive him today. Now, another thing is we have to find a way to serve him, find a way to serve him. You know, uh, we learned in scripture that we can't serve two masters. So we're going to either love one and hate the other. And we want to love God, we want to love the one that actually placed us here. His agenda has to become our agenda. And so I, you know, in today, I hear a lot of people that talk about chasing the bag. I got to chase the bag. Now, to me, you really got to be careful with it. There's nothing wrong with making money. That's not what I'm saying. But you've got to be very careful because you don't want to come 
um, develop a love for it to where that's all you do. You live, sleep, breathe. I got to chase this bag. I got to chase this bag. Well, uh, to me, that's the spirit of, of mammon and, and what the Bible talks about um, you having a love of money because you can't serve God and money. So my thing is, I believe as I seek the Lord, he's he's my provision. He's my provider. He's going to make a way and give me creative insight to be able to obtain the wealth. Um, It is him that gives us the power to get it. That that comes through his wisdom. But it doesn't come from a place where um, that is going to become my God. And so we have to understand that there are things in our lives that we're going to have to give to him to where we are not making these things gods in our lives. The more emphasis or the more dedication that we give to the, you know, our jobs can become our God. Our children can become our God. Our, uh, you know, family, husband, spouses, whatever can become our God. And I just believe that we have to, in order for us to come into focus for 2020, we have to begin to check and begin to do the necessary uh, adjustments. We have to assess where we are, first of all, and then we have to do the necessary adjustments and we have to, you know, be real with yourself. Be real with your shortcomings. Be real with the fact that if you've been that person that's been distracted, that now you want to um, change the course and you want to get yourself back in proper alignment. Again, Vision 2020, the year 2020, it is a year that I believe that things are going to be abundantly clear, whether you're in uh, in God or whether you're you're not in God, there are some decisions and some adjustments that are going to have to be made to our lives in order for us to live the life that we were created to live. We have to put the father in the equation. We cannot avoid that. We cannot um, exclude him from that. And and some other things I want to know is that we have to become consistent in our pursuit of him. We have to, if we start something, we're going to have to build uh, and develop habits of consistency. Uh, You can't start something and then stop something and think that you're going to get the results that you need to get. We have to become uncompromising. That means that we're not swayed. Things are not going to um, um, shift us or change us. Um, you know, some people change like like the wind blows, you know, uh, a new wind blow in. They change directions. No, you have to remain a person that is steadfast and unmovable and likewise consistent. You also have to have convictions. You know, the Holy Spirit of God will begin to convict us in areas of where we're not uh, living up to the standard that God has set. He will begin to convict us and let us know when we're off track. So we have to listen to those cues because he's our helper. He's there. Holy Spirit is there to help us, to help us navigate. And we have to have the clear vision. Again, that vision will come into focus. The more you are in the word, the more it sharpens. It sharpens your vision. You won't be dull. And I believe even as uh, some of the uh, most um, strongest of those that are in the faith, 
I believe it is necessary for us to readjust because we can get so um, um, set in doing things a certain way that it becomes, we almost literally become like robots. We can do it in our sleep. It's, it's not something that's going to be difficult or hard for us to do. So we have to understand that um, God is calling us to this place of standard. And so if we're going to see the results that we need to see, we're going to have to make some adjustments. So I just wanted to encourage you today and um, really get into uh, what it means to come into focus because your um, the rest of the year is not even over. We have about two uh, and a half months here that we still can get some things, start working on some things. We don't have to wait until 2020. I don't believe in the uh, New Year's Eve thing where you said, oh, we're going to just this is what I'm going to do for my year. You become motivated on that night and you do it all for maybe a month and then everything goes back to how it how it was. No, you have to begin to um, set reasonable goals for yourself and 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 I deal with short and long term goals. Set those short term goals, things that, you know, uh, within uh, six months, this is where um, you have a projection of where you want to be, where you want to end up. And then you may have some longer term term goals, but those short term goals will help you reach those long term goals. So you have to learn how to goal set. And maybe we'll do another broadcast about goal setting uh, the closer we get towards the end of the year, uh, which is normally when I deal with a lot of the vision um, board trainings that I actually do. But I want you to really understand, beloved, that God um, has great things in store for your life. He has great um, he has great blessings that that he has that are stored up for you that he wants to release into your life. Understand that this is the greatest time that you have been placed in the earth. You were placed in the earth for such a time as this. People are waiting on you. They want you to make it. I want you to make it. And I will. And, and why I do these broadcasts each week is because I want to see you get to your place in God that you need to be, that you deserve to be. And Father, we just thank you for everyone that's on this line today. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that they will be all that you have created them to be. And Father God, we just thank you, Lord God, that wherever the distractions are in their lives, Lord, that they will identify those areas and that they will begin to uh, yield themselves to your spirit and your leading. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that even as you reveal to them that they will begin to make the necessary adjustments adjustments. And Father God, we 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 come against Lord God any other mindset that opposes the word of God. But Father, we thank you that they have clear thoughts, that they have uh that their hearing is clear and that their heart is towards you. And Father, we thank you for this today. And even as we end this broadcast today, beloved, we just thank God for what he will do in your life, what he will bring forth in your life. And remember, we are rooting for you. We are cheering for you. God's best days are yet ahead of you. And remember, God loves you. And so do I. God bless.